Alright, this is episode one of the Growing Up Not Growing Old podcast. I'm Mike Russo, I'm the host of the show. With me tonight is, you want Jay or Jason? I'm Jason. Jason, my good friend Jason. Uh, Alright, I feel like I'm going to explain why I named it what I named it. Growing up, not growing old. We're in our fucking mid-thirties. We have adult responsibilities. You're a homeowner, really. I got kids. Are you a home? This what is this? This is not my home. (laughs) (laughs) I'm merely merely just a roommate. (coughs) Well, listen, you work twelve hours on a Saturday to pay your fucking mortgage or whatever you got to pay. That's an adult responsibility. That's an adult move. Would you say you're mature? I'm very mature, but on the same note, inside my head, all I have is childish thoughts, and all the shit that comes out of my mouth. It's childish thoughts. So this podcast is mainly going to be me and my friends just talking shit like we're hanging out. And we're all in our mid-30s. And I think, listen, it wasn't too long ago, we were in the Bayshore fucking party house. Fucking Bayshore, Long Island, where we're from. Firecrackers, you were throwing firecrackers inside. Keep in mind, Keep in mind, we're not from Bayshore. We just rented the house there. Uh, my brother and I just rented the house there. Mm. Your brother, you, and Danny was there? Well, yeah, originally it was Danny and Russ, and Russ got married. And that chick was there. What was her name? Oh, my God. What was Remember her name? That, she had the smoker's voice? Yeah, she was a raspy bitch. I think she wanted to fuck me, too. Not for nothing. I met her. I was at the Slayer concert in Jones Beach, mm. and that bitch just fucking pissed in a sink one day. <laughs> it was Ozfest. Ozfest, like, uh, I don't know, maybe, you know, 2004 or some shit. I forgot her name. Jackie was her yeah, name. Yeah, Jackie. Jackie. She was the fucking mad smoker. Out of nowhere, I got a call from Cousin Danny. He's like, yo, I got I got Ozfest tickets. You want to come? I'm like, yeah, want to fucking go? I'm like, who's playing? No, I knew Slayer was playing. Yeah. And uh, fucking the guy with all the fucking studs on his jacket. Who, who, what the fuck's his name? Leather jacket? Gay guy. Oh, Halford. Judas Priest. Judas Priest. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And I remember going in, I'm drinking beer in the parking lot, and we're going fucking, just keep drinking. Jason! Hey! Uh. Anyway, we wound up getting into some bathroom. She comes into the guy's bathroom, and it was just a toozy bathroom. It only had like a piss pot and a fucking, and a toilet. <laughs> and I'm taking a piss. There, there was someone else in there. I was pissing in the urinal, and this girl comes in, fucking pisses in the sink. And I was, I didn't know her at all. Wait, wait, did she sit up in there, or she just propped her leg up? I thought she was joking, but she actually started pissing, and then I I tried not to look because I I didn't know her that well, and I was trying to be a nice guy. Maybe she was just really drunk. Yeah. But I'm not a nice guy, and I think I saw it trying to hit on her a little bit. Of course she did. She got her fucking legs akimbo over her sink and a fucking... I didn't see a pussy or anything, but... I think she just pulled out her underwear and her pants enough where she'd get her ass out and fucking piss. I, it, that, was it, the, that was the first day I met her, Jackie. And she lived in, uh, with, at Russell's house with my cousin Danny. There was three bedrooms, and those were the three that were there. And Russ, Russ definitely wanted her to live there so he can bang all her friends, which he did. Which he did. What was his name? Russell the Muscle? Russell the Love the, Muscle. The Love Muscle. Yeah, I liked him, but I tell you what, I, if I saw him in the street, I wouldn't recognize him, I don't think. I saw him two times on a job site. Two times. Oh, really? Yeah. Two times. And, uh, no, he's busy working and shit. I mean, we were so close. I mean, we were roommates. 
every morning, every night. You know, we we sometimes go out as a as a group together. Mm. But that fucking guy would just pick up girls. He just had shit to say. He would be out and he'd just go up to any girl. Wait, wait, don't. This isn't the um. You dropped your smile, guy, right? Who used to say that? Hey, girl, you dropped something. You smile. Why aren't you smiling? I don't remember that. I remember that. Some asshole said that. That wasn't Ross. Ross was good enough to go in there and just be like, hey, how you doing? ba 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 Say a funny joke. And he wasn't like a big dude. It wasn't like he was a, you know, your typical stud guy. He was very short, actually. He was a wrestler. So he was only like maybe five, six. He had a normal, like, swimmer's build. He had a good body. I mean, not in the game He wasn't jacked. But he wasn't fat at all. He was a carpenter, so he moved around all day. Plus, he was doing a lot of coke back then. That'll keep you skinny. He did a lot of coke back then. That'll keep you skinny. And also, he was working a lot. So, you know, he probably wasn't eating. He was doing coke. He was working. Eventually, he wound up smoking crack. Working them bitches. But that was after. That was that was a little bit after. But Russell, that kid would fucking hook up with chicks, bro. So, this house, this this is this, we called it the Bayshore Party House. Uh, I think it... We, we, we had people there all the time, but I think we started watching UFC from the Ultimate Fighter number one, me, you, and Johnny would start watching. It was that big fight with Forrest Griffith and uh, Stefan Bonner, and then someone else with Billy G started coming for UFC, and then before you know it, it was all our parties with swinging in the back and barbecues and beers and bitches we didn't even fucking know sometimes from Fridays. Yeah, that's because Chris worked at Fridays. And Chris brought them over. Chris and Chris your, would Chris bring... Chris, your brother, Chris. My brother, Chris, would bring people from Fridays. And there were guys and girls, but I'm going to say 75% of them <clears throat> were the girls. And they were young. I was probably 26 at the time. 27, 28. And these girls were like 21, 22. And all they wanted to do was have a place to drink. And we provided that. And just, that's what I'm saying, like... <laughs> That was about 10 years ago? At oh, 10 years ago. You said you were 26. I'm 35. I'm 34, bro. Uh, well, uh, eight years ago. Okay. Yeah, so um, that's what I'm saying. Like, I guess that's what people at that age do. Just party. But I would do that tomorrow. I think we do do it still. Well, we don't really have a, a place like that right now. Cause, I uh, have UFC here. And uh, you were here a couple months ago. You can't really party like we party though. Oh, got not people, there. We got, people, we got people right next door. We had we had fires in the back. Fourth of July was there. Fucking Jeremy passed out on the sidewalk lawn. Not on the lawn of someone's house. Not on the sidewalk. And that little strip between the sidewalk and the street, there's like a lawn strip. Yeah. And he just passed out over there next to his car. Embarrassed. What? He was embarrassed. He, he he got sick and he just he went outside and he went to sleep. Or passed out. But he well, was embarrassed. He didn't say, hey, I'm, I'm going to be sick. No, he just faded out. And he was a little weird back then, too, around around other people. Maybe not so much you, but around me. He didn't come around as you much. Know what? Not to cut you off, but we'll get him on. He'll tell the whole story. We'll, 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 do, we'll, we'll do the story with him. Hopefully he remembers. You know, you think you just passed out cold? <laughs> yeah. You ready for this? Oh, dude, what the fuck? What do are we here for? Do you remember the time? Oh, God. All right. This involves me? This involves you. Oh, boy. Okay. It's when you used to work at a certain computer place and you somehow acquired 
these little laptops, but they weren't laptops at the time. They were called tablets before, like, an iPad they was tab- around. Yeah, yeah, right. It was probably used for some sort of, uh, I don't know, uh, whatever the fuck you would use it for at work. I'll tell you what they used for. They came with they came with a wristband. They were, they were like, the size, probably, like, the size of an iPad, a regular iPad now. You, you but sh- just you thicker. Sh- very thick. Like a math book. They would fold open, yeah. And you would put this glove on, and it went up to the middle of your forearm. And the computer, you flip it open and attach it to your forearm, and you do inventory, and you do that kind of shit in warehouses. And I had one that was uh, uh, res- cold-resistant, where they used to do it in meat lockers and fucking those refrigerated trucks. So that was the main reason for that. But they had Ethernet, not Ethernet cable, but they had the phone cable ports, so you can hook it up to the internet easily. Back then, everybody had America Online and shit. Yeah. And we were able to go on chat rooms. Okay. Now, my first apartment. I'm 20 years old. Right? You gave me one of those fucking computers. I've never had a computer before. I had that. What was I able to do? Learn how to go on a chat room with this little five-inch screen, external keyboard, and fucking work it to meet girls. And it worked. And it did work. Because on two occasions, it worked. One was the bucket head. What was the buckethead? The buckethead was that chicken Lindenhurst. She didn't look so good. And her family <laughs> was in the next room. <laughs> That's another story. That's a dirty one. Let's keep it clean for now. Alright, here was the story. I met the girl online, right? Bada boom. Fucking, I get a phone number. We start talking. She she lived out in Nassau in like uh, like the Long Beach Oceanside, Baldwin area. Rockville around Center. Rockville Center. And I was going to meet up with her just to get laid. Here I am, I'm 20 years old, fucking full of full of energy. Call her up. She's like, oh, let's meet up at a, at a Friday's in Baldwin. Now, when I'm 20 years old, driving all the way out there, not knowing where it was and shit. It was like a 20-minute ride. That was far for me. So she goes, oh, let's meet up in, at Friday's in Baldwin. Just my ex-boyfriend is here, and he's here with his friends. Awesome. I'm like, why? That's not a situation. So, I'm like, uh, what the hell? Now all these thoughts are running through my mind. Is this like like someone that's setting me up to beat me up? Or I'm going to hook up with this chick in front of her ex-boyfriend. And he's going to get mad. And it's going to be a big deal. I'm going to be that by myself. What do I do? Mike, remember what I did? What you do? I called you up. I said, Mike, I'm going to meet up with this chick. First time out in Baldwin, never met her before, don't know what she looks like. Did she didn't send a pic or anything? Or send a pic? You didn't ask Dude, I didn't even have a phone with a fucking, with a picture on it, you know? No, remember AOL, you could send the pics. Ah, that was a, that was before, I wasn't as advanced back then. Right, right. But what did she, des- how did she describe herself, did she? Spanish or? girl. Spanish girl, right, and I was right, thinking right. small waist, big butt, maybe some medium sized tits. You know, the like a dark brown hair and damn kid, you had you had her all specked out yeah. before you left the house. I thought she was gonna be a real fucking winner. Fucking wishful thinking. I guess you gotta have a positive attitude when you're going to meet some strange Spanish chick twenty minutes from where you live. So I so I call you up and I'm like, Mike, that's the situation, ba ba ba. What do you what do you think about? I don't know. What do you want to do? I'm like, Mike, why don't you come with me? Alright. I'm like, Mike, chances are I can get into a fight. Uh, I really don't want to get into a fight. I don't even know this girl. But at the same time, 
Why not? What else we got to do? I want to fuck her. That's true. So, I had this 1974 Chevy Malibu in like perfect condition. An old man had it, and I bought it for eight hundred dollars. It was beautiful. Great, very, car. very, very shiny black car. Great white car. walls. My favorite car. Yeah, mine too. So I always had weapons in the back because I'm fucking stupid for that reason. I don't know. No, not stupid or prepared. I don't know. A little bit of both. So remember, we drive up to fucking. We drive up the Fridays. You know what? I'm drawing a total blank on Fridays. We drive up the Fridays, all right? We pop open the trunk. I had a crowbar, which was about three feet long. One end had like a curly hook on it, and the other one had the actual pry bar, which it it lifted up at the end and then split, like to pull nails up off the ground or some shit like that. And I said, Mike, you want this crowbar? Or you want this old cop-style billy club, which was also about three feet long. It was pretty big. I remember taking the uh, <laughs> the crowbar because it had the hook on it, and I could slip it down my pants, and my pants would hold it up by by the big, you know, round hook. You and son of a bitch. You gave me the nightstick. That shit was slipping up and down my fucking my leg. So I'm like, all right, I, I, we get in there, and... Wait, what did we do before we walked in? I'll be... So what do I do? I loosen up my belt buckle a little bit because I had big boss jeans on at the time. You know, it, was, it felt like I, it was 1993, but it was probably just 1999. About then. Slip it down my pants. Now, the crowbar is going a little bit past my knee. So well, when I walk, <laughs> it was poking out a little bit. You got a stiff legged. Same thing with you. And I remember, I remember walking in. Right, we're stiff legged one arm, one leg, like we're Vatos in freaking in LA, and you probably had on uh, a flannel shirt anyway, so you look like a Vato. You're probably wearing sunglasses at night because you're a weirdo. The thing with the nightstick, the, with the big ass billy club, is I had to put my hand in my pocket to hold it and stiff leg at the same time. That's yeah, that's pretty fucked up. Yeah. So we get in there, open up the door. Ready to fight, by the way. Ready for no reason. With no fucking no preferences or pretenses. Walking in on a Friday night at Fridays, Mike and I, walking in, I got a freaking crowbar down my pants, past my knee, from my belt. He's got an old cop billy club. Walk in, I'm like, Mike, I don't know what this girl looks like, let's go to the bar. Now you walk in the Fridays and the bar was square, and you sit on the outside of the square, the square was in the center of the bar. I sit on one side, Mike, you sit on the other side so we can look at each other, right, and scan out the place, see if there's one girl with a bunch of guys. It's like a fucking sting operation. It was a sting operation. And I remember you giving me eyes to look over there, is that her? I would shake my head no, and look over there, is that her? I thought it may be because it was a hot chick. Anyway, we have a beer, maybe even two, and I'm like, ah, fuck it. Let's get out of here. What the fuck are we thinking? What are we really thinking? Walking into a bar on a Friday night. Weapons. Weapons. For no apparent reason. Uncomfortable weapons. Ready to fucking swing them. I was really actually contemplating in my head what was going to happen and how I was going to hit people, whether it was going to be with the open end of that crowbar yeah. or, the, or the bent side. Fucking hook. going to hook somebody's fucking neck. So we're on our way out. You know, stiff leg in one leg. 
Now there's three stairs to get down. <laughs> I remember holding onto the railing, leaning back, putting the stiff leg forward, and then rocking a quick right leg, you know, to, to compensate for it. Yeah. Then, just as we leave, I look over to the right, and in the booth, there was one girl sitting there, Spanish girl. She was probably about 140 pounds, right? Give or take. Don't I don't know if you remember. Yeah. So I'm like, hey, is your name fucking so-and-so? She's like, yeah. I'm like, I'm Jason. Uh, hey, what's going on? This and that. Smiles. This and that. I'm like, wait, where's your boyfriend? Oh, I don't have a boyfriend. You mean my ex-boyfriend? Yeah. Oh, the, he left a while ago. I'm like, oh, okay. So then I go to sit down across from her in the booth. And I have to slot. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have to, I have to put one leg forward and put my ass in the seat and slide over with a stiff leg. Mike, you were behind me. But you weren't involved in that conversation. So you you were watching me, but like turned around the other way, maybe like five feet away, six feet away. Still on the sting. Still Still looking fucking around. looking around. And not really with intentions of hurting somebody, but just, you're just like ready to do it for no reason. Just in case. So I'm talking to the girl for a couple minutes, and I remember you walked past us. I'm like, hey, Mike Russo. And you're like, hey, Jay, what's going on? What are you doing here? <laughs> oh, nothing. I'm just hanging out. I'm like, me too. Hey, this is so-and-so. Sit down. Now, I'm sitting on one side. She's sitting on the other side of the table. And you, like, you sat on the open end of the table. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a booth. There's two seats. And then the open end, I think you pull up a chair. And you did the old stiff leg too. Yeah. <laughs> if, if we had, if we had a camera under that table, you would just see two people with straight legs sticking out under the table. So, anyway, I remember she started liking you. Wait a minute. I I don't remember her liking me, but if she did start liking me, it was at the pool hall. No, that's when she started liking me. She started liking you. I remember because it was my fucking story. It was my life at the time. All right, go ahead. I'll tell you. So, I'll tell you. I know that there's something happened at the pool hall, and I'll tell you about that when you get there. Damn it. So, I didn't know about it. No, anyway, no, you know about it, but. So, whatever. You came. You started talking. This and I, I ran out of a, uh, words to say, and, and you took over the conversation for a little bit. And it was weird to begin with, and I noticed she started feeling you a little bit. And you, you know, you're a cool dude, you're real mellow, you act like you don't give a fuck. I'm not that cool, because I didn't notice. Yeah, well, you notice, I noticed because she started liking you, and then I'm like, ah, fuck, what am I going to do, right? If he, if he wins this one, he, he, he takes her, who cares? I'll, we'll do it again, no big deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, one thing leads to another, about ten minutes of conversation, maybe another drink or two each. We wound up leaving there, she's like, let's get out of here. I'm like, where do you want to go? I know a good pool hall. So we go to the pool hall, which is on Grand Avenue. All right? And I'm only 21 at the time. So I really... 20 or 21? 20. 21. Because we started drinking beer there legally. And we went to the pool hall, and it was my first time buying beer at a pool hall and drinking it while playing pool, not sneaking it in. How many friends did you have with her, by the way? Zip. None. She was by herself? She was by herself. I thought she had one or two people with her. No. Not that I remember. Oh, wait. Anyway, she was 140 pounds. She wasn't the. She wasn't little. I don't. She maybe wasn't big. She, she wasn't big. Maybe she was a buck thirty, buck thirty-five. I'll give her one thirty. All right, say one thirty. I was small back then too. So we're going. I'm drinking. I must out of being nervous and, and new girl and everything, and the whole scenario. 
with I don't remember if I had the crowbar still when we were playing pool. I don't I don't think so. Anyway, I must have had about five beers in that pool hall. All Coronas. Remember, we were drinking Corona that night. And uh, naturally, hanging out with a Spanish chick, you drink Coronas. Hey, what in Rome? What in? So. Try to get I, more I, closer I re- to the mic. I remember uh, really shoot, shooting pool, shooting the the pool, and fucking taking the pool stick and putting it between her legs and laughing like, "Hey, look at this!" Every everybody's done that. And that's she the move. Was down with it too. All right, if if that's not the move, the let me show you how to do it. Move is the get behind her move. Ooh. Those are the moves everyone knows. I think we would just maybe at that time when she was down and she was flirting with both of us. I felt a really good connection there, like things were going to happen. And I'm sure you had the same feeling because she was kind of loose, right? <laughs> so, I don't remember. Tell, All right, what, in, ha- right, what happened at the pool? For some reason, I remember she had a couple friends with her. I guess not. She's fucking bold for going out by herself. And listen, she went to go meet two strange dudes. One. By herself. Oh, one. I tried. She didn't know I was going to be there. Right. And I acted like I wasn't there to be. <laughs> First of all, how'd right. you get there? How'd you get home? Right. Exactly. And, um, <laughs> right. So we're in the pool hall. She comes up to me. She's like, yo, I'm not feeling your friend. All right. I mean, I, I thought that happened earlier, but, and I don't know what the fuck you did, but 10, 15 minutes later, she's like, she said in her Spanish accent, yo. I'm feeling your boy. <laughs> like, like, what the? It was like here's what here's what I think happened because I didn't know that she was feeling me. Like you said, she was feeling me. So when she told me she wasn't into you, that was my open. And I didn't take it. She realized I didn't take it, but she wanted some dick. So she was like, "All right, I'm gonna go back to." Him. So she she was like, "That's what she told me when you went to the bathroom or wherever the fuck you went." She was like, "All right, I can't." Or- she she <laughs> she may have even said. Yeah, I ain't even gonna front. I'm feeling your boy. Wow. So I mean, then, then what happened? What I happened guess was that was it. We wound up leaving. I, I dropped you. I dropped you off. You drove me all the way back. Yeah, because I went back to my apartment in Lindenhurst at the time, and right, I took her with me. Right, 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 right. I don't actually. I don't remember. I was drunk. I don't remember leaving there. I remember going to my house. And I remember fucking her. All right. Back then, it was uh, you know, I know uh, drinking and driving wasn't not drinking and driving. We would drink and drive, but not like uh, kill someone kind of a way. Like we always knew what the fuck we were doing. I know that sounds stupid, but we never overdrank. <clears throat> no one ever black. No one ever really blacked out. I mean, did you? Would you say you blacked out? No, I, I think I was. I was at a good, high-spirited level, and everything was okay. You weren't drunk. You were just kind of high. I wasn't a mess. Yeah, you, you know. I wasn't yeah. sloppy. Yeah, so there was, yeah, all right. Plus, I was with a girl. I tried to maintain my fucking, my yeah. coolness. Although, while getting nervous and having anxiety Shit, with a new girl, soon. I may have been drinking a little too much. Anyway, sure. I still don't remember getting home. I don't remember dropping you off. But I definitely remember going back to my apartment and fucking her. And I fucked her good because I was I was doing good back then. I was 21. You know, top of the world. I remember banging her. And she goes, take off the condom. Take off the condom. I remember that. I, I remember that so much. You know why I remember you telling me that? Why? Because I remember thinking, 
God, that's fucking hot. Yeah, right? I was like, I, I, I wish I was there. And Not with you, though, but with her. Probably do, fag. <laughs> yeah, I do, I do, actually. So. <laughs> <laughs> so then I remember fucking her, and I was ready to do it, too. But then, I'm like, all while this is going on, I'm like, she's a real slut whore. Not only did I pick her up first night online, and I'm fucking her in my apartment. Online fucking 15 years ago when you couldn't just trade trade pictures like this and fucking... Oh, yeah. No, this was just fucking you easy breezy. Anybody could have been a fucking predator. Yeah, me. <laughs> you are a predator. <laughs> and so are you. <laughs> so, I remember fucking... She's like, oh, take off the condom. Take off the condom. I'm like, why? Why do you want me to take off the condom? And honestly, I wasn't thinking about AIDS. I wasn't thinking about herpes or anything like that. I was like, yo, this fucking Spanish chick's going to get pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> yo, you're really fucking breaking down the stereotypes. Seriously, I don't, that's, that's the first thing I was thinking. And then after that, I'm thinking, wow, if she, if she wants to, me to take off the condom, I don't even know her. How many other guys fucked her without a condom? And I'm like, ugh. Right. ugh. So needless you... to say, I took off the condom. No, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm just kidding. That bitch will give you a hand job and get pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> Those fucking Puerto Ricans, I tell you. Anyway, I'm banging her. Fucking, I definitely, uh, I, I, I think the only time I took off the condom was to come all over her. <laughs> Naturally. But that was it. That, she actually kind of creeped me out a little bit that day. Did you talk to her ever again? No. But I did have to drive her home. And she lived far, dude. She lived, like, deep in Oceanside, like, almost Rockville Center, close to the water. But it's, like, some Spanish neighborhood. How did she get to the uh, Fridays? No fucking idea. Didn't even matter. Didn't matter. She probably lived in like R- Rosedale or fucking Valley Stream or fucking one of those places. Bellrose or some shit. Dude, the internet back then was the fucking Wild West. It's it crazy. was fucking... I mean, the, the, the connection was so slow, but we didn't have anything to compare it to. All you were doing anyway was just putting down a, a sentence and send. That's it. But I remember getting pictures... And it would slowly load, slowly load. The picture would come through one line at a time. You'd see some hair. You'd be like, there's oh, a hair. She's a blonde. And the hair, oh, good eyes. Good. Oh, Betty. Oh, let's see what the body. And it would be like five minutes later, the whole picture would come down. And nine times out of ten, it was a pig. But it was, su- it was such a new technology. And it was so like wild. It didn't really matter. Dude, ASL. Remember ASL? No. Age, sex, location. Oh my god. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Holy fucking shit. Remember that? Yeah. And then after a while, it was ASL, pick. You know, age, sex, location, oh. pick. Damn, AOL was fucking. The first time I had, I, I got experience with the computer was I never had a computer until I came across those computers that you used to meet. That Spanish girl was uh, when we went down to Florida with Chris. And his, his mom had AOL and chat rooms and shit. So he introduced me to the chat rooms, and I, I was... So, so Chris knew about the chat rooms? So our friend Chris, uh, he he didn't have the gift of the gab with the girls. He's not gay or nothing, but he, just, he, he, he was a virgin for a while. He wasn't the most smooth either. He wasn't really smooth. He gained a lot of weight. He was a big guy. Uh, he was really traumatized, he had some family issues, he stayed in the house for a long time, for like a year or two, he didn't leave the house. We called him Moss Man. We called him Moss Man because he was pretty much growing moss on his back for staying in the house so long. Then he finally comes back out, starts hanging out again, 
His fucking 21st birthday rolls around. So, uh, I worked with this guy, remember Rob? I remember Rob. El Salvador? Yep. And uh, he uh, he told me he knew some places in Queens <laughs> that... Whorehouses, really. Fucking whorehouses. So I figured, you know what? Chris is a fucking horny fuck. I mean, like, horny motherfucker. Always, always jerking off on the computer. Always jerking off on the computer, talking about this girl from around the block, this and that, and then this girl from school. I like this girl. I love this girl. She was, but, she was younger than I was, and I'm younger than him. So I said, all right, 21st birthday is coming up. Let's get him laid. Right? Yeah. I so, all right. So, this dude, Rob, from that I used to work with, was like, all right, listen, I know some places in Queens we can go to. Right by Shea Stadium. Was it Shea Stadium? I remember it was in the oh, Corona. Shea. Well, I remember there was a train trestle there. I was young. I think it was Corona. If you guys were 21, I was like 19. Yeah. So, uh, this is what we did. Went to get Chris fucking laid for his 21st birthday. And normally, not normally, because it's our first time doing a podcast, but... I would say, hey, let's wait for Chris to get on the show so he could tell the story. We'll do, we'll do it together. But he never fucking got back to me. Jeremy's story, he said he wants to do it. So when he comes on, he could tell his stories from his point of view. Jeremy wasn't but, there. No, I'm saying but what I said before about we were talking about Jeremy. And I said he uh, should come on the show and talk about it. Chris never got back to me about being on the show so we could tell this fucking story. And if he decides to do the show, he could fucking, we'll tell it again. So me, you, Rob, Chris... Coming from Long Island, going to Queens, Corona, Queens. Listening to CNN, The War Report, on the way there. Remember that shit? Capone Noriega. Capone Noriega. Great fucking album, great CD. Alright, so, Chris is a big Miami Dolphins fan. As a New Yorker, why? I don't know. There's a lot of Dolphins fans in New York for some reason. They were big in the 70s, so a lot of people jumped on the bandwagon. So, he's wearing his Miami Dolphins jersey. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was a running back at the time. Now, the football jerseys have the players' names in the back. All right, so we're driving. We get into Corona, Northern Boulevard. Right? Northern Boulevard. Do you remember any of this story yeah, at all? I remember the trucks. I remember rolling up. Right. I remember the taco trucks. All right. There was taco trucks? There was taco trucks. Shit, I don't remember the taco trucks, man. Then again, I... You weren't fat back then. Then again, I don't remember shit, but... So we're rolling down Northern Boulevard in Queens. It's, it's pretty late. And Rob's in a pass- Rob's in the passenger side, which normally you would be in the passenger side, but he knew the fucking area. So he rolls down the window and yells some Spanish shit out, you know. Well, that's not exactly Spanish, but <laughs> he was like, yo, Spanish Deutsch? He's some shit out the window. He was like, mira. Yeah. Mira. Something mira. And a fucking, he was yelling at some Spanish guy standing in front of the fucking apartment building. He waves us around the corner. So we go around the corner, we find a spot. What car did I have? You had a Monty, and not only did you, did you, the, when the guy flagged us around the around the block, I remember you going down like a one way street the wrong way, and and acting like everything was real cool. You were like real tucked into the steering wheel. We were drinking. I'm yeah. like Mike, you're going down a one way street. And you're like ah, no big deal, no big deal. And I'm like, no, really, <laughs> it's a one way street. <laughs> And we had to turn around. You did like a three-point U-turn all aggressively in the Monte Carlo. Oh, that car fucking ruled. And you, you parked it, and we sat there for a couple minutes. We'll take it over from there. Do you mind giving me a beer? Not a problem. All right, so the fucking Spanish guy in front of the building, we're around the corner. We parked the car. They have a guy on the corner who's connected with the guy in front of the building. 
The guy in the corner waves us to, to him. Not We didn't walk up to him and stop. We walked up to him. He goes, whistles to the guy in front of the building. So we walked down to in front of the building. Thank you. And the guy in, in front of the building, what? I gotta take a piss. Uh, the guy in front of the building fucking motions into the little window in the door up to the guy on the top of the stairs. So we go into the, the apartment building, go up the stairs, fucking four motherfuckers. Four, four, three white guys, three four white Spanish dude. Three white guys and an El Salvadorian walking up this apartment building, a Corona Queens, which I think is primarily Spanish, I'm not sure. We walk into this, this apartment building, into the floor, and it, it, it's a perfectly, perfectly, perfectly square room. I'm too up on the mic now. Perfectly square room with all lined with all Spanish chicks. I'm gonna say there was probably about ten Spanish chicks on one wall, ten Spanish chicks on the left and the right wall. All I'm, young. All young. Not bad looking. Some were haggles though. You know what it is? They all were a little off. They some of them looked a little too Mexican. Sexy body with with like good like fucking like stripper outfits. Very ample boobs. Face blown apart. I, I blown apart. A little bit. I, I remember they were a little haggly. Short skirts and heels, all of them. Legs yeah. out. Hot as hell, though. Hot. Fucking sexy. It's all it takes. There was a couple real, real hot ones, though. Like too hot to be in a fucking whorehouse. I was definitely nervous at that time to really focus on what was going on. But I remember we went there for Chris, and Chris was the main goal. And so we walk in, and the guy says, "You know, pick which girl you want." Chris picks out the youngest looking one. She was pretty fucking hot, too. I remember. I can't tell you what she looked like, but I remember she was pretty sexy. <clears throat> so now we're awkwardly sitting in this room with all these girls that don't speak English, <clears throat> waiting for Chris to fucking get his first nut off. Yeah, me, you, and Rob sitting there. Yeah. On, on uh, crickets. Nothing's happened. No music, no TV. The girls aren't talking. We're not talking. Yeah. And we're sitting on lawn furniture, plastic <laughs> chairs with hardwood floor. On, like, the third floor of this fucking really nasty, seedy apartment building. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> it was pretty dirty. And, um, yeah, so fucking Chris, he does his thing, man. We got him late for his 21st birthday. He comes out of that room, like, I don't know, how long was it? 10, 20 minutes? Uh, he was in there a while. He was in there long enough for us to, like, wonder what the fuck was going on. I think, I, number one, we were talking about, is he going to use a condom? Number two, is he going to know what to do? Number three, if he's going to come in a second. Yeah. And then she's going to try and work it again. I don't know. We were all caught up in this conversation. I don't think that the other 28 girls, 29 girls that were there knew what we were talking about. But we were giggling. Yeah. Like idiots. I was definitely drunk. Definitely I was drunk. I was still apprehensive that I was just, I, 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 of course, I was on the defensive like always. I was just, I was a... Like, I didn't want Chris to get scammed, or I didn't want her to take his money and then I fuck him. But he comes out of the room, right? He comes walking out of the room, big smile on his face, right? Sweaty head. Sweaty head, beads of sweat on his face, big smile. He's bald on top. He has the horseshoe hairdo, <laughs> but his hair's kind of long. So the hair that he has is all frizzy and fucked up and sticking up all over the place. Fucking jersey on backwards. 
I'll never forget that. Then when he comes out of the room where he got his first nut off, with his she put, he was so excited he put his shirt on backwards. The he running back swaggered out hard too. Yeah, he he was a man. He became a man that day, and he came out with his shirt on backwards. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's some classic shit. I would love to hear him tell the story. Do you think he remembers it? I want to hear. Of course he remembers. Th- I want to hear step by step. You got to get him real comfortable. I don't want to go too long. Not no. bad. First first show, a lot of babbling. Uh, uh, thanks for being on my first show, man. Not a problem, bro. Really appreciate it. Yo, I want to be on show dude, two, three, we're gonna, four, you, and five. Dude, you might be just my co-host for now on. But uh, I'm gonna again with the butter. With the, all right, listen, I got the butter and the snorting. I gotta fix that shit. Yeah, you gotta blow your noodle before you. Uh... <laughs> all right, that's the end of episode one. Of uh, the Growing Up Not Growing Old podcast, Gungo for short. Uh, subscribe to my podcast, leave reviews on iTunes. If you have any questions, comments, criticisms, negative, positive, you want to email, call me an asshole, please be free. Mike Russo, NY at gmail.com. You want to plug your Instagram, your Twitter, your Facebook, your whatever, your nah, MySpace, your Friendster. I like Friendster, to stay on the cover. Your fucking, you want to you plug your LinkedIn? <laughs> <laughs> no. I think if if you know me, you know me. If you don't, you probably shouldn't. So, all right, Jason, Mike, Thank thanks you. a lot, but later, guys. That was too loud. <laughs> That's a first show. You know, you gotta, you gotta, right, some, you gotta leave some room for error. <laughs>